Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today, oh boy, what a treat, by Eric. Oh, that's me. How you doing? I'm back. Uh, good. So, full disclosure up front, and I feel like I have to mention this immediately, because I have been on hold mm-hmm. with the New York State Tax Department for two hours. Great. Now it's over two hours. And right now I have my phone plugged into headphones and I have one bud in my ear Mm -hmm. while we record. And here's how terrible this is. It's not even hold music playing in my ear. It is like a 10 second snippet Mm -hmm. from a song looped over and over and over designed to make you go insane and want to hang up. Yeah, that's so much worse if you're just listening to the same 10 seconds of a song for two hours. It's awful. So Uh that is what's going on. If you can very faintly hear the music, I apologize. (laughs) Apparently, there are only two people ahead of me now. Wow. So it won't be the full episode, but this is my life now. That's uh, unbelievable. Anytime I have to call the IRS or uh, the New York State Department, which is often if you're a Uh contractor, because they fuck you with taxes. Uh, they put you on hold for like two or three hours. Right. Because, you know, I have two or three hours. Yeah, of course. Where I'm just kicking it. Uh-huh. Not doing anything. Well, if you didn't, like, if you, here's here's the reasoning. Since you're calling in the middle of the day, that means you're at home. So, obviously, you have the time. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because that's <laughs> the life of a freelancer, uh-huh. you know. Because if you were at work, you wouldn't even be calling in the first place. Right. Exactly. So, I'm the problem, is what I'm saying. And... I also wanted to open the episode. <laughs> Guys, are you currently a member for uh, or with Light Trees and News? If you are, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Are you a Patreon supporter of mine? Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. Again, thank you so much if you are. I wanted to thank my newest patron, Catherine Elizabeth, who wow. signed up at the $10 a month level, which means... They get to participate in the online hangouts, send us questions that we'll answer on Light Trees and News. So thank you so much, Catherine Elizabeth. And it's especially important right now that you become a member either of Light Trees and News and or my Patreon because, uh, little Penny, my little cat Penny. Oh, little Pen Pen. She needs surgery, guys. Oh, no. So she, I mean, here's the good news. Took her to the vet. They did a whole slew of tests on her, Mm -hmm. and she's got a healthy little heart, healthy liver, healthy thyroid, but she's got some masses growing on her uh, stomach, so they want to remove them just to be safe, and then they showed me the bill (laughs) for how much it's going to cost. I won't scare anybody with numbers, but what I'm just going to say is if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of my work, why don't you go to patreon.com slash Kilkenny? or lighttreason.news. Hit that donate button. Support this show that you love ever so much. Uh, if you are if you can afford to become a member, if you, I don't know, say work at a bank, <laughs> yes. have oh my access God. to the vault every now and then. Are you there know? rich people who have been listening to the show and I don't know about it? Can you give me money? <laughs> oh, you went in a different direction. I wasn't talking about finance oh, people. Sorry. I was talking about people that worked in a bank and had access to the vault. Oh, to steal anyone. it. Yeah, yes, steal yes, yes. the money from so the bank. So if you are either independently wealthy or <laughs> uh-huh. a criminal, yeah, uh-huh. please send me money <laughs> so my sweet little cat Penny can get surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm sure you all know this. Oh, my God, they answered. Great news, everyone. I'm not on hold anymore, and I was on hold for two hours for no reason. <laughs> great, 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 great. <laughs> And then I had to call my credit card company, uh, and they also couldn't help me. So things are going great. 
that whole the whole beginning of the show is just a long way of saying that this is now an uh, anarcho capitalist show. Yep. Um, Eat the rich. Yep. Uh, uh, polish the guillotines. Yeah. I literally was just on hold with uh, the tax department, screaming to Eric, "What are they gonna do? Put me in jail? Uh-huh. I would love that." <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. This is a good. This is a good uh, uh, data point in my thesis. I was telling uh, Faith the other night that I feel like New York just drives people crazy. <laughs> It's not just New York. Well, yeah, maybe it's especially New York, but it's just the government and right. the way things are working right now. I just, I feel Capitalism like I, makes you crazy. Yeah, I feel like I just walked through New York and people are just clearly having meltdowns all the time. Oh, yeah, and we're just at the beginning, babies. <laughs> so we were, I was talking about this with some friends last night where we were joking, like, because we're all in debt mm-hmm. and it's awful. Of course. And we were talking about how we need a revolution. <laughs> and one of my friends goes... I'm too tired to have a revolution. Yeah, and I was like, up. I'm too tired to have a revolution. And John Braylock was there. And he's like, that's kind of why capitalism is devised the way it is. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> to make yeah. you too tired to uh-huh. rebel. And yeah. we were like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. That's the, yeah, that's what it is. So, guys, welcome to Light Trees and News. Eat the rich. Uh, please go to my Patreon or lighttreason.news so I can continue to live because uh, we are all trapped in the capitalist machine. Yeah. I wish they sent me to jail. <laughs> I dare you to yeah. send me to jail. Okay. So, everybody, we have so much to talk about. And because we're a weekly recap show now. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're in the pop culture section, so we should do our little recce recs. Oh, okay. So, okay. I finished... The last season of Man in the High Castle. Okay. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I will say as sort of an overall review, it's an inconsistent show. Okay. And it takes a while to get warmed up. But oh my God. I just got to the season finale. I think mm-hmm. of season three. Yeah. yeah. I think there's going to be four seasons in total. Okay. Oh yeah. I incorrectly said that they were canceled. They're coming back for one final season. I see. And then they're done. The season finale is incredible. Yeah. It is so cool because in season three, they really get into the sci-fi aspects of Mm -hmm. the show. Right. Which usually sometimes can be uh, when they lose me because I'm like, oh, when they just talk everything to death. Mm There is a gorgeous scene that I won't describe because it's a huge spoiler. (laughs) But oh my God, if you are caught up with Man in the High Castle, tweet me and try to guess what scene I'm talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, just tweet, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, if that's how you feel, if that's Uh your review, just tweet, oh, my God. Hashtag light treason pod. I need to watch it. I read the book. I really like the book. You would like it. I I mean, I know Philip K. Dick is problematic, but... uh, Oh, what's the the deal? I think he is uh, an incredibly abusive man. Cool. (laughs) Uh So he's a man. Yeah. Yeah, Uh okay. Cool. Uh, I could have... That's what I've heard, yeah. Could have just picked that out of a hat and guessed it. Uh, But I... Uh, I do like some of his books, and uh, yeah, I'd be interested to watch it. I just never gotten around to it. Yeah, it's. Um, I really like what they changed for the show. Mm-hmm. I feel like they fleshed out some lady characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would guess, especially now knowing that about him. <laughs> so also, I have an anti-rec. Ooh, great. Oof. My favorite. Velvet Buzzsaw is so bad, you guys. Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, I've heard it. I don't know what this ah! is. I've just heard the name. It's so bad. So it is Jake Gyllenhaal, who we love, obviously. Mm. Love, love, love. Um, Tony Collette. Love, 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 love. Right. Uh, Renee Russo. Love, 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 love. So far, you're selling me on the show. I don't Amazing know. Amazing cast. 
So good. Dreamcast. It is so fucking boring. And I think it's supposed to be horror, but it's not scary right. at all. That's it's laughable and not in a fun to be way. Rule number one. It's so boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so badly paced. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? How did they get this Dreamcast? Right. Go to IMDb. Turns out it's the whole Nightcrawler crew, uh, which is why Rene Russo and Jake Gyllenhaal are in it. Right, right. So I was like, okay, that's how they got Dreamcast. And I was talking with Charles about it. Charles does not hate it as much as I do. And he was like, well, did you like Nightcrawler? And I was like, I did. The criticism of Nightcrawler at the time was that it was too slow. Mm-hmm. I It did not bother me as much as this bothered me, which I truly was like, nothing is happening in this. <laughs> I, what is the point of this? Right. Why did they make this? Right, right. Um, it's like... I think parts are supposed to be funny and they're not funny. It's mm. very painful. Yeah. So did not like it. Sort of my, on the other hand to that is, if you are looking for something about very pretentious city people that is well-paced um, and the characters are very likable, even though they're pretentious sometimes, and it is truly funny, watch Russian Doll. Oh, yeah. Everybody keeps saying how good this is. It I haven't seen is it. so fucking good. Please don't tweet me spoilers because I'm only halfway done with it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Natasha Lyon. D- is it Leon or Lyon? Oh, I don't know. Leon? She is my favorite. I love her so much. And yeah. you very rarely get to see her. I mean, other than like Orange is the New Black. Because right. she usually does like little indie things. And this is one of those indie things, but it's on Netflix. She right. is so fucking good. I feel like if anyone else played that character, it would not be good. But because she plays that character, it's awesome. I feel like that's like I feel like Russian Doll has been like one of the few like very universal things. Like everybody's just like, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. And also it when you hit episode four, it gets very diverse and cool. Mm-hmm. So that's another strike against Velvet Buzzsaw. It's just like look at all these white people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Russian Doll's great. So I really, really enthusiastically recommend that. Cool. What about nice. you? What you watching? I haven't really watched much because uh, I work two jobs now. Yeah, capitalism. Uh, yeah. Uh, my entire day is full now. Cool. Um, so since you have nothing to recommend, can we yell about that stupid fucking pen? Uh, yes. I can recommend a quick podcast. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, How dare you? Is it this podcast? Yes. I'm recommending the podcast I'm on right now. Um, uh, ABC is doing like a, a um, podcast about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos mm-hmm. uh, called The Dropout. Uh, it's great. Oh yeah, I heard about that. It's great. It's cool. very good. Yeah, it's uh, they. It's 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 interesting because it's like because mm-hmm. uh, it's like. Uh, they only release it like they're releasing it like a regular podcast. Uh-huh. Like it's like, you know, it comes out once a week, but it's like a serialized sort of like, you know, thing. Um, so it's kind of sucks having to wait for it. I but, always that's why uh, I like store it up and then mm-hmm. I binge listen to it because yeah. I Netflix has ruined me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's it. That stupid pen that I was yelling about. Yeah. I was at one of my 800 jobs mm-hmm. because capitalism. Right. And I was trying to use this pen. No lie, it took me <laughs> 10 minutes to figure it out. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So like the little ball at the top where you click down on 90% of pen, pens, yeah, 99% of pens, I would say. 
wasn't working. And I was like, oh, no, is it jammed? What's happening? And I became consumed by this <laughs> stupid pen. And I Googled it. And the part you click down on is like the thing that you usually hang. The clip. The clip. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what pen is that? Because the top is an eraser. Yeah. And it's, it's stupid. It's a, it's a pilot friction. It can uh, go fuck itself. <laughs> that was so confusing. Yeah, it was funny because you. I sent Eric a photo of it. You and I was were like, like the "Fuck you is this?" Texted me in all caps, just screaming about this pen. I have several of them in my drawer right now. I hate it. Do they I tell you it. how it works in the pack when you buy it? No, you just click the. No, th- the reviews <laughs> I read of it, people were like, "What the fuck?" I felt crazy. I almost returned these pens because I thought they were broken. Yeah. Because ninety nine percent of the time, <laughs> that is not where you click down on a pen. I hate it. I mean, I guess it would be different if you knew ahead of time the top was an eraser. Yeah, maybe. I don't Cause know. Because, like, yeah, you can't click on it because it's an eraser. Oh, so uh, mad. Yeah. I mean, I've seen pins like that before. Uh, they're usually, like, you know how, like, there's companies that make, like, all the promotional pins that companies buy and put their logo on and mm-hmm. give out, like, the bank and stuff? Yeah. You occasionally find them like that mm-hmm. with those little, like, the, the clip is the thing that moves. Um, but uh, they're great. They actually, I mean... I'm I'm a big uh I'm not usually the uh the idea of like an erasable pen is uh real dumb to me mm-hmm. but uh they actually work great. I haven't tried it cuz I was too fucking <laughs> mad and I just used a different pen. Oh, you just didn't even use So it. you succeeded in <laughs> making me switch to a different <laughs> pen cuz your pen's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to write a scathing letter. They're great. I like them. Not with that pen though, <laughs> with a different pen. And I'll mention that in the letter. Yeah. So since you haven't had time to watch anything because capitalism mm-hmm. Has there been anything that you've seen in the city recently that you want to talk about? I'll go first. Yeah, please. So while you think about it, I saw... Oh, I just hit my tooth with the microphone. I saw two things recently on the subway uh-huh. that made me like very happy, which is really rare in the city. <laughs> right. Usually in the city, if you're on the train, you are in the middle of a panic attack, and you hate everyone, and you're late, and the train broke, and now they're marching you through the tunnel. I feel like there's two modes for people on the train. You're either, what you said, you're in a full-blown, just having a meltdown, mm-hmm. you know, or completely comatose. Yeah. Just, like, just had a lobotomy, just, like, zoned out, like, I'm not going to think about anything right. or do anything or, or react I'm to anything. very inebriated or something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the first thing I saw was when I was at the 2nd Avenue station. Okay. And it was after one of the last shows at The Beast, because we just closed it. And I was walking on the platform, and there was a guy playing a cello, and it took me a second, but I realized he was playing with someone else, someone else across the platform on the uptown side. Oh, wow. And that dude was playing a violin. Oh. And apparently they had like gone down to respectively play and realized, hey, we should collaborate. And they were playing this beautiful, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about classic music, <laughs> classical music. I'll say Vivaldi. Is that <laughs> right? And they were playing it together and it was so beautiful. And I filmed a little bit of it and put it up on my Instagram. Nice. And the responses were so nice. Everyone was like, this made me so happy. This is why I love New York sometimes. Um, and so it was, that was really, really beautiful. And it also reminded me of like, when the city was good and like mm-hmm. artists lived here <laughs> and yeah. could afford to live here because soon that will be impossible and everyone will have to leave other than like five bankers who will own the entire city and mm-hmm. Dubai, Dubai will own right, right, right. New York city. Um, 
but like it was a very pure throwback moment. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I saw, this is somewhat different, but it was very sweet, was this couple who got on the train together and it was a pretty crowded train and they were sort of flustered and like looking around and I was like, oh, what's going on? Because they were clearly looking for seats next to each other. Right. And I was like, oh, does one of them not feel well? What's going on? And they find two open seats and they sit down and they were like, oh, okay, we're sitting. It's great. Uh, and the guy pulled out a crossword book <laughs> and they started doing the crossword together. <laughs> and I was like, wait, did you run in here all flustered uh -huh. because you were like, we got to do the crossword yeah, together. Nice. And I was like, that is very sweet. That's very sweet. Yeah. So that made me happy. Too. Yeah. Uh, I, I have something that's related to the city. It wasn't like a physical thing I saw in the city, mm. but w <laughs> I saw this thing going around, like a viral tweet about somebody doing something weird on the subway. Mm -hmm. It was like this woman, she was wearing like a very bright colored, like out costume outfit or something. She had a weird mask on mm -hmm. and she was like kind of like skulking through a subway. So far, this is like Tuesday. You haven't told me. Right. Anything. Well, here's the point. So she was like skulking through. She had like a boom box that was just playing the sound of like a crying baby or something. <laughs> and she was just like just doing all this weird stuff. And uh, uh, and people were like, wow, New York City's crazy. And I was like, I would not even remember that as soon as I got off the wouldn't train. Wouldn't even tell it as an anecdote. Yeah, wouldn't even People register. People would be like, how's your day going? I'd be like, fine. fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they wouldn't even <laughs> register. You'd just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. reason I wanted to talk about the subway is we actually, and this is fucking bizarre to me, got requests from people who don't live in New York City that, that they like our subway stories <laughs> and they want to hear more of them. Yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. I guess it's just kind of dull to us because that's how we all travel and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. who cares well, right, right, but right, right. if you don't live in the city you're like what the fuck happened yeah you're like what is this yeah i mean well, an, uh, a related thing is like people always on twitter like post like a picture you know like a video of some guy on the subway singing like beautifully mm -hmm. you know yeah and they're like i can't believe all these people are just walking by and like not paying attention it's like they probably just passed another guy who was painting Beautiful. Another guy singing. Here's the thing. If you just walk through New York City, you will hear the best singer ever. <laughs> you will see the best dancer ever. You'll yeah. see the best painter ever. Yeah. And that's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You just walk by and you get on your train. It's like, yeah, that happens every day. There's just so many people. Uh -huh. It's like, yeah, there's so many talented people here. It's sort of like, yeah. Right. That's yeah. what this city is. It's yeah. like one of the only good things about this city until nobody can afford to live here right. anymore. The most talented people in right. the world live exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> Last weekend was the dog show. Our most talented uh, dogs. Uh, we have the best dogs. Can then. I tell you who my hero of the show was? Of course, yes. Can you I, guess? I, I know who it was because I saw you tweet about oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Winky. Uh, Winky. Little Winky. If you haven't seen the clip, go to YouTube, type in Winky um, uh, Westminster Dog Show. This little fucking dog. And again, I don't know a lot about breeds, so I forget what breed he is. Bisson Friche? Is that a name? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds maybe right what he was. But anyway, the reason he is a hero to so many people is there is a, not an obstacle course, but... An agility An course. agility test yeah. that is part of the Westminster Dog Show to <gasps> just test the physicality of the dogs. Right. Now, the idea of the agility course is y the dogs run it very fast. Yeah, speed is part of the, yes. the test. And one of actually, one of the most famous dogs to run it this year was a bulldog. Did you yeah. see that one? Uh, yeah. Bulldogs are not supposed to run that fast. No. And this thing, 
tore through that oh, course. Yeah. So then it's Winky's turn. Mm-hmm. And Winky, who is my hero, mm-hmm. walked it. <laughs> Just strolled through the agility course. Paused several times because yeah. the audience was clapping for him, and then he looked over at them uh-huh, like, "For like, me, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much." Uh-huh. And then the owner had to be like, "Winky," and then Winky would kind of run, but not really. I will say, like, good on the owner. Like, I would be, it would be, I would imagine like as much money as these people put into this and like travel around the world, and like they get to the show, and then it's just like come out of the gate and the dog just is walking. It's like, I, but part of me is like, they had to have known Winky's slow. Yeah. Maybe they were like, we'll make it up on like, right, right, right. Grooming yeah, or yeah. other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they had to have known Winky's not, that dog has <laughs> never run ever. <laughs> it's not like Winky usually tears right, through the right, agility right. course. Yeah. That was like, probably good for Winky. <laughs> they were probably like, oh my God, he finished yeah. it. He finished, he didn't lay down to take a nap. Right. So if you haven't seen that yet, please go watch that. My that will make you very happy. I love the dog show. My favorite. I've never gone. I really want to go. I think next year I'm going to make it a, ch- a plan. If to you go. go, I'll go with you. Yeah, I really want to go. Yeah, yeah. My favorite thing, though, is that, I mean, obviously the dog show itself is amazing, but I love um, on Twitter there's always uh, there's always people post pictures of their dogs watching the dog oh, show. Oh, I posted that, too. Yeah, so I, Oh, God, that's I my took favorite. some screen caps of people as eric said posting their dogs watching the westminster <laughs> dog show my favorite. my favorite one is this german shepherd who looks so fucking focused oh yeah he's he just like, like go get my vision board he wasn't even like laying down he was like 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 spread out yeah. and like in checking attention. out the competition yeah. or he's uh-huh. like i could take this fucker yeah i loved it it's, yeah that's my favorite all right guys so that's enough of pop culture it's that time of show let's all hold hands and cry here's your bad news So I guess I'll leave it up to you, Eric. Okay. Do you want to talk about the Grammys at all? Uh, we can talk about the Grammys. Right. I did not watch them. I'm, uh, uh, how would you say, uh, abreast of the issues. So but I'm I've just putting it in the bad news section because it's the Grammys. Yeah. And it was so weird. It was like they knew they had to say something about Me Too culture, but they mm. clearly didn't want to say anything too political. Right. So it opens with this weird mess of a situation where Alicia Keys hosted it. And like, whatever. Alicia Keys is built for the Grammys. She's right. like this very affable, very talented, but like inoffensive yeah. individual. Right, right, right. And also a woman of color. So for the Grammys, they're like, we don't have many of you. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have you hosted. Yeah, absolutely. And it was sort of this weird thing where like she would play like musical melodies because the idea was like, we love music. So we're here to celebrate music. (laughs) It was like a second grader did a report on the Grammys and then they were like, this is the show. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, it's the Grammys. We know you guys like music. (laughs) Yeah. So at one point they bring out like powerful women. So they bring out Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett Smith, Alicia Keys is there. Then they bring out Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, I and it was like, that, yeah, what yeah. is happening? Uh-huh. So they bring out Michelle Obama and the crowd goes nuts because everybody loves Michelle Obama. And they say this like very vague sort of like women, women are good <laughs> women. <laughs> so Michelle Obama goes, 
From the Motown records I wore out on the South Side to the Who Run the World songs that fueled me through this last decade, music has always helped me tell my story. And I know that's true for everybody here. Whether we like country or rap or rock, music helps us share ourselves, our dignity and sorrows, our hopes and joys. It allows us to hear one another, to invite each other in. Music shows us that all of it matters, every story within every voice, every note within every song. Is that right, ladies? And then the audience loses it. <laughs> but what? So, like, what you're saying is, look at all these powerful women, music unites us, but nothing about the fact that, like, in the era of Me Too, one of the industries that has pretty much gotten away with not having to address Me Too is the music industry. Yeah, like, nobody, like, nothing ever happened to uh, Dr. Dr. Luke. Luke. Yeah. yeah, like... Nothing has happened to anybody in the music industry. Also, Kesha's not up on stage. I noticed that. Right, right, right. But, yeah, so it's like, what are you saying? Are you saying that it's important to empower women? If so, how are you not talking about this? It was just so clearly lip service by the Grammys because they were like, everybody's talking about this and we should say something. Right, right, right. So we don't look so out of date, but we don't want to say too much because we're the Grammys. Yeah. Um, so that's all I wanted to say about that. I just, yeah, I find it very strange. In the, I, 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 I mean, I, you know, I, I think a case can be made that award shows uh, in of, of themselves are pretty like dumb. S- yeah. Dumb. Yeah. But it's like, even then it's like, they find a way to just be like, just three hours of getting up and like patting themselves on the back. Uh, the is Oscars it music is, great? The Oscars is hands down the worst. Yeah. It's just that. like movies are, you know, all of culture. Right. And it's just like, Oh yeah, people like movies. Oh, actors truly believe that like if they did not exist, <laughs> there would be no America. Right. Like yeah. George Clooney thinks he's single-handedly holding it together. He's <laughs> yeah, like, if yeah. I don't do movies, <laughs> they'll riot. <laughs> right. Uh, George, that's not even close to being true. One of the weirdest things about the Osc- uh, the Grammys to me, uh, I mean, it's not weird. I guess I think it's more of just like a sign of the times mm. and something that people are gonna have to get sort of like accustomed to. And maybe as a precursor for a lot of other stuff, uh, the best uh, rock album Grammy was not televised. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was not televised. So I is mean, rock not considered a big genre? I guess anymore? not. I Jesus. mean, it's I guess like it was yeah. like country and pop and uh, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Not even hip hop, rap. Right. Yeah. 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 The rock. None of the rock categories were were televised. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love rap and hip hop and pop. Yeah. And country's also there <laughs> but to f- to say that like rock music yeah i thought that was very what about like alternative wasn't that a category at some point yeah there is an alternative category is that still televised i don't think it was televised Jesus. i don't know for sure but i don't think it was televised that was like my only favorite part of the grammys because right, those right. were the only bands i knew pretty yeah. much alternative oh, bands yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and <laughs> you know who won best alternative this year uh beck <laughs> Fuck, I f- but I feel like he's won it every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was but built he's for him. Perfect yeah. Grammy artist. Right. Yeah. Right, right. He's like Alicia Keys. Granted, John uh, Legend. He's another one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say this: Look, the uh, rock category this year, not great. Who was it? Uh, <laughs> the the nominees were. I know Weezer was in there. Fall Out Boy. Oh God. Uh, it's the same it's as the when same. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, but the winner, the winner was a little band called Greta Van Fleet. Holy shit! I just heard about them today. Do I have a song of theirs? I might actually. Oh no. So, um, 
I watch another podcast, not to plug another podcast wow. on my show, wow. but Who Weekly was talking about them today. And I'm going to be honest, I spaced out when they were talking about them, so I yeah. don't really know why they were talking about them or anything like that. Uh, but that name, I was like, hold on, I think I know that name. Yeah, they uh, yeah, they won the Best Rock Album Grammy. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, most famous for uh, sounding exactly like Led Zeppelin. Okay, maybe I don't know them. I thought I had a song of theirs. <laughs> I probably like heard it, and I was like, this is decent. I yeah. should download it, and then I didn't. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was fascinating to me that it was just like not televised at all. It is wild to me that so many of the bands that still get nominated were getting nominated when I was a <laughs> child. Yeah. It's like, come on. I know the music industry has changed more than that. Right. And then I guess there was a lot of controversy about the best album Grammy. Uh, that go to country? Casey Musgraves. Casey. Yeah. So my favorite meme that came out of the Grammys is her a thousand percent faking being surprised she won <laughs> she goes what me and like people have been using that gift to be like when i send myself flowers at uh -huh, the office uh -huh, yes. <laughs> but it's like so phony yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's all i know about her so <laughs> i also wanted to talk about trump declaring a national emergency oh, to get yeah. his dumb fucking wall um so yeah i had I don't know why people think I have more information than I actually do, but I woke up to people frantically texting me where they're like, what does this mean? Will it get through the courts? And I was just like, why do you think I know yeah, anything? Yeah, you're a consti uh, constitutional expert, no, no. right? Eric, pretend I was a constitutional expert. <laughs> that would do me no good at this point. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? We're kind of in a new era of like, I don't know. Yeah, like I have no fucking idea. Any expert on TV claiming they have any fucking ideas mm. also lying. <laughs> this <laughs> right. is unprecedented stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe the courts will stop it. Maybe they won't. I don't yeah. know. Um, I think people remember that the court successfully reversed Trump's Muslim ban, mm. travel ban. Mm. Mm. And so they're hopeful, like, well, maybe the courts will do the same thing with this. And it's like, I don't know. Right, right, right. Maybe. Yeah. But also, they've appointed a lot of conservative judges, so right. who the fuck knows <laughs> at this point, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think the national emergency thing, I mean, on top of just being in unbearably stupid, is, like, I think it just really highlights, like, how desperate he is to get the wall built. Like, it's so, uh, you know, because, like, too, I mean, this is, it feels like Trump's been president for 80 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, during the campaign, and, like, when he first became president, it was like, I mean, we're going to build it, you know, Mexico's going to pay for it, all this stuff. And now he's just like, just trying everything he possibly can to get it. It's just like throwing everything out there. It's like, yeah. well, well, what if I declare the wall, you know, a disaster zone? Right. He can basically we, wants to... Can we use to, FEMA money for it? He basically wants to be able to tell his base... Look, I did everything in my power up to and including declaring a national emergency and the evil Democrats stopped mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Like as we speak, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is crafting a bill that'll go through the House to stop it. Uh, so there will be a Democratic opposition of, of sorts. Of course, we knew there would be. Trump doesn't care. He just wants to be able to say, I tried. And then the bad Democrats stopped me. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, too, because he's like... if they stop From it. what I could tell of his, like, conference about the national emergency, it's like, even in his conference, they were asking about it. He's like, I mean, I could do it slower. And they're right. like, well, then it's not an emergency. Right. Like, that's... You're not even in the 
the time you're announcing it are still like, yeah, I don't have to do this. But, but like, again, his base doesn't care about that nuance, right, right. you know, no, and no. They, they probably won't ever even hear that, you know? Yeah. Uh, the important thing is that at least we don't have anything else we could spend $8 billion on. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're in great financial shape. We just yeah. got money lying around. Everybody's got health care. Uh-huh. Everybody's got steady jobs. Nobody has debt. I'm just like, um, what can we spend this money on? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it won't. Maybe a little wallet. Yeah. At the south, the southern border. Why doesn't he just, uh, you know, uh, build the wall out of uh, hamburgers? You know. Yeah. Oh, Penny liked that idea. Yeah. So, did I want to say anything else about this? I it's don't know. It's just blankedly. I mean, it's just so obviously stupid. Yeah. Oh, she had thoughts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just so like. Even this, I feel like. I mean, he's there's his base, but then I think even even outside like. There's his base of supporters, but I think even most like centrists or stuff that are like sympathetic to him are like, what? Well, Mitch McConnell was like, do not do this. Yeah. Um, and then he did it, and Mitch McConnell was like, okay, <laughs> so I guess we're doing this. Ooh, you know what we could do? We <laughs> this is so gross. We could uh, protect the border with all the skin from McConnell's neck. Ew, <laughs> Eric. I hate that you said that, yeah. and now that I have that image in my now head, now you're just gonna be thinking about it all day. Ew. Uh, Gross. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just so. It's one. It's one of those few. Uh, one of those things where you're just like, I don't. It's so dumb. How do you even comment on it? Oh, I know what I wanted to say. So, uh, bless his heart. One of my friends was texting me, and he was like, "Well, Mitch McConnell didn't want this to happen because if this sets a precedent." that the president can declare a state of emergency for anything, then what would stop a Democratic president declaring a state of emergency for climate change or gun violence? And yeah. I was like... Those two things are actual emergencies. But I also was like, LOL, if you think that will ever happen. Yeah, no, it won't Like, happen. the Republicans are not shaking in their boots that a Democratic president's going to declare a state of emergency the for the environment. Ha- they should, <laughs> right. but they absolutely will not. The only way that would happen is if, like... Like, <laughs> I mean... Also, this would not happen, but the only way that would happen is if, like, some weird circumstances where Ilan Omar becomes president. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Yes, Eric. In the parallel universe <laughs> yeah, we live exactly. in. <laughs> yeah, like, none of the actual Democrats that can win the president are going to do anything. Right. Uh, well, I guess since you brought Ilhan Omar up, let's talk about the dumb Ugh. panic around her criticizing APAC. Oh, my God. So I'm so tired of talking about this. She uh, she tweeted uh, criticism of APAC, which, again, is um, a lobbying firm for Israel. Um, and she was criticizing... Uh, that APAC has like is able to put financial pressure, right? That's what she was criticizing. Yeah, I mean, she didn't like really spell it out. I mean, it was like somebody, uh, I don't remember who the original tweet was, uh, but somebody tweeted something about, um, and she like retweeted Israel. it. She retweeted and said, It's caption- all about the Benjamins, yeah, it's all about the Benjamins, baby, and some very disingenuous people claimed right. that that was anti-Semitic because mm-hmm. there is a very anti-Semitic history of linking Jewish people to uh, being greedy right. and like the caricature of the greedy Jewish banker, right, 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 which right. was like used in Nazi propaganda. Yeah. And I mean, it's still used in propaganda today, yep. but it's 
very obvious that is not what she was talking about. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins baby is an expression that means it's all about money. Right. And tr- when you're talking about any lobbying firm, it's all about money. <laughs> right. That's how they have any power to buy politicians. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I <laughs> I tweeted the 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 logo from Apex's website literally it says apac and then below it says america's pro-israel lobby yeah that's on their website right like it's not they call themselves lobbyists like that's that's what they are they're a lobbying firm for pro-israel interests like that's the whole point of their existence so almost immediately like the dumb totally predictable predictable cycle of shit like this started happening where it blew up in the news it gets on Fox News and it culminates with Trump like asking Ilhan Omar to resign. Yeah. And to her credit, and like the Democrats put out a fucking cowardly statement where they basically threw her under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and to her credit, she was like, no, I'm not resigning. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. But like once again, this is why I do not feel hopeful for 2020 at all. The Democrats like fucking clockwork caved. Yeah. And I'm like, if you can't stand up to this mm-hmm. fucking asshole, you're done. Yeah. You're we'll done. Never. Like anybody who thinks like he's not going to get elected again. I was like, what are they throwing up against him? Yeah. I mean, they lost the most winnable presidential election of all time right and then and then just for two years are constantly losing and any moment any glimmer of hope like aoc like ilhan omar any like woman of color who finally does what they should fucking do which is stand up against fascists yeah they can't throw them under the bus fast enough yeah the absolute the best part was basically like all this went down and the next day like i mean uh, ilhan omar did issue like a public apology she on Twitter, finally like she had to which apologize. yeah i would yeah. yeah i mean i don't fault her for that she needs to do that but like <laughs> basically she followed it up by just grilling elliot abrams and on, and it was just <laughs> and like were like why the, is she being mean to elliot abrams <laughs> she's just like just absolutely to his face called him a war criminal <gasps> i was just like this I is love it. so great she's so great my uh, my least like there was of course like when she tweeted like there was of course like all this like very bad faith disingenuous like bullshit on twitter people calling her anti-semitic my least favorite take though is that there were a couple people that were like you know it's perfectly you know it's it's perfectly reasonable to say that you know you can believe that apac is a lobbying firm that has undue influence on congress but also believe that it's a anti-semitic trope oh that God. jews control the world with money that's not it's what like, she said that's not what she, she said also you can't believe both of those things because you're basically saying if you, if you believe that APAC has undue influence on congressional members, then you should be able to criticize them for right. it. Like you, you like that's you're just saying that you can't criticize APAC. Basically, right. is, that is what you're saying. Well, and also what's especially evil about this disingenuous criticism of Omar is that anti-Semitic attacks are on the rise right now yeah there are a lot of like here in new york city supposed liberal bastion right there's been a lot of anti-semitic graffiti um threats against synagogues Mm -hmm. um alana um uh alana wexler is her character uh (laughs) what's her actual name alana glazer alana glazer thank you alana glazer had to cancel an event at a synagogue because there was a bomb threat um really really scary stuff so that's what's extra evil about this anti-semitism 
has always been a huge problem. It's on the rise right now. It is a very serious problem. But when you level an accusation like that at someone like Ilhan Omar, you are distracting from real instances of anti-Semitism. Yeah, I mean... And also, you don't give a shit about that, Fox News. No, you don't give a shit about that. anti-Semitic I mean, I mean, attacks. President Trump called the, you know, the people at Charlottesville very fine people. Yeah. You know, like real anti-Semites, like people right. that commit hate crimes, called them very fine people. You know, they don't care about this stuff. And it's all about, like... And it just has to be... I really wish people would quit backing down on this point. It's like criticizing the state of Israel is not anti-Semitic. Right. It's not like you have, like people have got to stop cowing to this stuff because it just gets used as a weapon over and over and over again. Exactly. So I also wanted to talk about Ryan Adams. (sighs) I think, I think this entire time I've been thinking of Brian, (laughs) which is, I okay. think that is true. This is I don't so know, funny. I don't know anything about either of them. Yeah. I also know that drives Ryan Adams insane. Absolutely out of his mind crazy. So he has left. He has ended a concert because somebody yelled Summer of 69 at him. He also had someone kicked out of one of his yes. concerts because they requested it drives a Brian him Adams song. Absolutely insane. Which is so funny. Um, and also an early warning sign of a man who's very petty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think this whole time I was thinking of Brian Adams. But... In case you have not heard, Ryan Adams, uh, who is not Brian Adams, <laughs> has been accused by several women of being a full-on creeper and yeah. basically using his status and his prestige to um, pursue women. And there were, like, basically the veiled threat of, if you reject me, I will ruin your career. Right. And really, like, prominent uh, some prominent musicians have come out, like Mandy Moore. Well, they were married. They were married. Yeah. Um, and which that I uh that was very interesting. I actually didn't know that they weren't married because they were. They've gone through a lot. Like they were married a long time ago for a brief period, and they divorced, and then years later, mm-hmm. just like on a whim, got remarried. Right. And I guess are now no longer married. So it's, well, it's the update to the story is now the FBI is looking into graphic messages Ryan Adams sent to a 14-year-old girl, Ooh. which is always where these stories seem to go, <laughs> where it's sort of like the first accusations are, this guy's kind of fucked up and maybe manipulative and using his power as leverage over young girls. And then, oh, she was 14. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, it seemed like his thing was like, you know, using his status to like be like, oh, I can help you get your career started. I can. Or I could crush you. I don't know. It's one or the other. So it's up to you. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Balls in your heart. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's not the expression. Balls in your court is the expression. What did you say? Balls in your park. Balls in your (laughs) park. Find my ball. I've put it somewhere in your park. Balls in your park. Uh yeah, it is. I mean, I you know I have been a huge Ryan Adams fan for a long time, and this is he's the one really really sad to hear. Not sad, like I just it's I you know because I didn't know until this came out, and so it's like it's it You're, sucks to hear that about somebody that you formerly like yeah, admired. You and, feel like oh this sucks because I admired this dude for so long and he turned out to be a scum. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's yeah. sad that this is happening to, to him. him. I'm just yeah. yeah, no, I'm just saying for like sure. it's sad like I I've listened to him since I was in high school. I always so, feel like, duped even though like you should not feel that way because yeah. it's like how 
could you have known? Right. You could not have known. But it just sucks whenever yeah. you're like, man, I like bought your stuff. Yeah, and like, I, mean, I don't want to bankroll seen, that. I went to his shows multiple times. I've, you know, bought his records. I mean, I've listened to him for so long. Like, it's, yeah, it's really it's just he hard. He is the one who was like, nice album, Taylor Swift. What if a man did it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember everyone being like, that's so cool. And I remember thinking, is it? Because <laughs> she did it and it was good. I mean, I don't uh-huh. like Taylor Swift, but everybody yeah, yeah, seemed yeah. to really, really like that album. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you feel like well, you could I think remake people, it? I think people liked Ryan Adams doing it because it was like, Ryan Adams is cool. He's like, you know. Is the, he? Yeah, he is. It he was, was so cool when he texted that 14-year-old girl <laughs> okay. picture of his junk. He it was, was so cool. cool. You know what? I liked it because it was like sepia tone because he's so cool. He was cool. But it was like he was like, you know, like kind of revered as like, you know, a, a great songwriter. And it was like kind of a, a, a cool guy. And it was like, oh, this rock star is like likes Taylor Swift. You wow. Know? That's so big of him. Yeah. Fart. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's enough. Uh, Ryan Adams is canceled. Here's your good news. First up. Go fuck yourself, Amazon. Oh, my God. Amazon yes. is pulled out of its planned New York City headquarters. I was legitimately shocked reading this. I I was honestly shocked. So I should preface it by saying this doesn't necessarily mean, like, Amazon isn't going to do anything in New York City. Yeah, they're not stopping delivery to New York City. No, 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 no. Even, like, in terms of... They're not going to have a big headquarters. Right. Well, I mean, they have warehouses here already. So, like, they might still partially invade <laughs> right but they're do- they're not doing their hq2 projects. exactly they're not yeah. gonna have that huge mega complex in long island city right. um and they're not gonna be able to use it as an excuse to further gentrify <sighs> the city the public oh god the, the 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 rhetoric around this has been just so maddening it's i know just unbelievable like it, there's there's just so much wild stuff going around. Like people like the big thing is that nobody was like, no, Amazon can't build here. It was it was it was more like, you know, any business can build in New York. That's the, but you got to pay taxes. You have to pay taxes, and it's also how you're doing it. Yeah, because they kept claiming, oh, we're creating jobs, but it's like you're not creating jobs when you are importing employees. Yeah, this is not like this is not another warehouse or like right. a job that a bunch of like. You know, uh, I hate using this term, but this is like an industry term, but like, quote unquote, like low skilled, you know, workers, right. you know, can get. Mm-hmm. These are not these are not jobs for the citizens of Long Island City. Right. It's for a bunch of people from San Francisco to move here and work at Amazon. Right. And as you mentioned, so there was a, not a meme, but like a factoid going around Twitter that Amazon paid zero dollars in federal taxes last year. Yeah. It's actually not true. They paid negative taxes. They paid negative they taxes. Rebate. They got reimbursed yeah. by the fucking U.S. government. They the, made money. <laughs> the uh, uh, just uh, the richest man in the world right. got money from the federal government. So just to put that in context, and I tweeted this the other day, I pay more in taxes than Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because I'm an independent contractor, I get reamed by the IRS Mm -hmm. and I owe a shitload in back taxes because at the end of the year, I get a bill for like $10,000. I can't pay that. So I pay in installments. Um, I pay way more than Amazon does. And if that sounds fucking insane to you, it is. It is insane. Yeah, I just, it's so like, yeah, all they had to do is just pay taxes. Right. So I tweeted... Since I pay more in taxes than Amazon, I would like a fortress in Long Island mm-hmm. built in my honor. Yeah. And I have some name suggestions. So you guys can vote on this, even okay. though I think I've made up my mind. Yeah. But maybe you can persuade me differently. Okay. I don't know. First suggestion. The Kill Dome. Okay. 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 Next. Xanadu Kenny. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the last one. Alisonopolis. I like Kill Dome. Thank you. Most people like Kill Dome. <laughs> What's your favorite? Hashtag Light Trees and Pod. Let's vote on this baby. I have already CC'd Bill de Blasio, Andrew Cuomo, uh, Kristen Gillibrand, and Charles Schumer. Yeah, nice. Demanding. Kill Dome, yeah. Demanding. So I also said that the Kill Dome, because the Kill Dome is my favorite, right. pledges to create jobs when I invite my friends to hang out there and I claim those are quote unquote jobs I have <laughs> quote unquote created. Yeah. I am demanding $3 billion in access to private trains. Nice. Your move. Love it. Cuomo. Yeah, I just like, yeah, everything about this is so, and also, I will say, there is one thing that goes around on on the pro, the no, I don't know what to call it, the no Amazon side that is a little misleading. It's just like, because I've seen a lot of people being like, well, I guess New York has $3 billion now. It's like, they don't have that money. Those are, those are subsidies. Those are not, that's not just money in the coffers that are not, that's not going, like, we're still broke. Like, the city is still Don't worry, nothing works and the city is falling Yeah, nothing's going to get fixed. Now, they could have built, now they would, yes, have built a private subway system and a helipad for Jeff Bezos. But now that he's not coming, none of that money will go anywhere. I was in a building the other day and I was just looking around and I was like, how is this building still standing? Yeah. It was like the stairs were falling apart. Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing. Like, we complain about the trains a lot on this show (laughs) so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the apartments we live in are inside, like, buildings that are hundreds of years old. Oh, I work in a factory in a death trap. Yeah, there's a lot of buildings like that. Yeah. Like I I temp at a place that there's a lot of construction happening mm-hmm. on the floor above us. And I was like, man, what's going on? And I Googled the address and there had been a fucking fire, yeah. like a documented in the Washington Post fire, <laughs> major fire. And right. they were like trying to save the building. And I was like, this whole place could collapse. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the a building ro- around the corner here collapsed. Oh, really? Did I not tell you that? No. I was, I left the... Uh, building and there were cops and firefighters everywhere yeah and i was like i walked up to a cop because i'm a white lady mm-hmm. and i went hey what's going on and he goes your neighbor's building collapsed didn't you hear something and i was like no <laughs> straight up didn't yeah. he's like yeah they were doing construction and it collapsed oh my god <sighs> i know yeah i mean it's on like <laughs> the building i work in a rehearsal studio that has been open the place I work has been open for only like maybe four or five years, but the building is like a pretty old. It's been a factory for years and years. It used to be like a just a brewery, I think, mm-hmm. like early like twentieth century, and now it's like the side we work on is like a rehearsal studio. The other side is like a instant ramen factory or something. Of course, yeah. uh, 
uh, just this year, 2019, uh, the floor I work on is getting a sprinkler system. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> you may so not burn to death. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure none of our uh, smoke detectors actually work <laughs> in this apartment. Yeah, I think they're just there for show. So, also in good news, man, it really is seeming like Alex Jones is not going to get to just walk away from his Sandy Hook trutherism. So, a kinetic. Connecticut judge has ruled that Alex Jones will have to sit for a five-hour deposition in the defamation case brought against him by family members of the Sandy Hook massacre. Nice. Uh, And obviously, this is in response to Alex Jones repeatedly pushing the idea that uh, Sandy Hook, which, again, just to remind everyone, 20 children and six adults died during that massacre, uh, was merely a hoax carried out by actors and that resulted in his deranged listeners harassing the families of mm-hmm. dead babies. Yep. So bad enough your baby's been brutally murdered. Right. Now you have to contend with idiots who are like, you're a paid actor. Your kid's not dead. Yeah. The worst kind of re-traumatizing of someone. Yeah. So the judge also ruled that three other people connected to InfoWars operations could be uh, deposed as well, which I think is great because Alex Jones is evil, but he's not evil on his own. Right, right. So right. it's like, who fucking helped this asshole? Let's I'm get not, them all in court. I, l- I don't want to go on record as a fan of totalitarianism. Bold statement. Okay. But I, I don't think I would be upset if they just used the power of the federal government to track down and just remove all users of 4chan from the society. So, sort of related to that, did you hear that YouTube is finally not going to recommend conspiracy (laughs) videos anymore? Which is good, but it's also like, you're like a decade too late. Yeah, I I did see somebody be like, so, like, what is YouTube? (laughs) Like, that's all YouTube is, is conspiracy theory videos. That's not true, but there's a lot of it on there. It's that and yoga videos. (laughs) I use it for yoga videos. (laughs) Uh, Yoga with Adrian, what, what? Oh, I just started watching that. That's great. Uh, Are you just watching yoga with Adrian? Well, I haven't (laughs) had a chance to actually do the yoga yet. She's But I found the channel to figure out which yoga to do. She's very inclusive. She's very good if you've never done yoga before. Mm. She gives you options. She's cute as a button. She's got a little puppy, Benji. Uh, But the reason I brought up the YouTube thing is... Not that it's a totalitarian move, but it does seem like these giant social platforms that for so many years were like, we can't have any censorship because any censorship is bad, Mm -hmm. have finally come around to be like, you know what? Not all content is valid. Yeah. Not Gab. (laughs) What the fuck is Gab? You don't know Gab? No. Gab.com? It's supposed to be- Is it the new Reddit? It's supposed to be Twitter, but without- or it's supposed to be, it's not Twitter, it's more like a Facebook-ish type thing. Like, you have a profile and you have, like, a page and stuff. Okay. But it's supposed to be, like, they're, like, we don't censor anyone, we don't remove oh anyone. Oh, God. Uh, and the, uh, the, the, um, the Pittsburgh shooter uh, at the synagogue. Oh, yeah. He said on Gab he was going to do it. Cool. <laughs> Or, like, I mean, cryptically, but, like, was, right. you know, but, like, basically, like, there were a bunch of weird posts on Gab on his profile. So, is Gab, like, the new place where all the conservatives are going? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's not, like, are liberals also, like, finally? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's mostly a place for, like, alt-right people to hang out and talk about how hate crimes and stuff. That's another thing, like, because it's the internet, that's one of the cool things about the internet and also one of the bad things about the internet 
it is endless. Right. So it's like you can always just go to the next thing. Yeah. Because it does feel like I go back and forth about Facebook because Facebook is such a behemoth right. that it's difficult to imagine a world without Facebook. Right. But also it feels like Facebook is at this tipping point where, I mean, it is just one of the most hated companies in the world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, the next opportunity I get to leave. Right. To something that is even slightly challenging Facebook, I will leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, and everybody has a complaint. Like, for me, my complaint is promoting posts is just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Facebook demands you give them money. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> like, no other platform does this. Twitter doesn't charge me to reach my audience. Right. Because right. that's a fucking insane it's idea. Insane, yeah. So, like, the first opportunity I get to leave to another platform that won't charge me, I will leave. Yeah, I mean that's sort of there I think there's a lot of like a lot of like Facebook's like court dealings like there's sort of been an implication that they have like a soft monopoly cuz it's hard to say that they have like cuz there's like legally a monopoly is like a certain percentage of market share and stuff like this but it's not really a market it's but it's like it's one of those things where like the laws have not caught up with like the realities of the digital age right. and it's like yeah, technically it's not really a market. They don't own like a percentage of a market share, but it's like but it's like people it's people's lives. It's like right. everyone has to use Facebook to like exist basically. It is just shocking to me how far behind government bureaucracy is when it comes to tech stuff. Yeah. Like you should hear me try to explain Patreon <laughs> to any federal worker. Right, right, right. You know, when I'm talking to the IRS, they're like, What? What is this? What and I'm like, know? it's how like millions of people pay their rent. Right. And you don't fucking know what it is. Right. <laughs> right, right <laughs> like right. you should probably learn what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because there's been this thing with Patreon now where um they really fucked they're up. They're late. Yeah. And they're late paying people. Yeah. And it's like you cannot do that when people use you to pay their rent. Right, right, right. And there's the conspiracy theory is that they were able to coast without being liquid for a while. Mm-hmm. And then because they're I don't know if they're fully public yet, but they had to return to investors very suddenly uh-huh. and that maybe they pulled some of that money to make a payment and then they delayed it until they caught up. Oh, But if they're starting to do that shit, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, I, I will say as somebody who is on Patreon, like as a subscriber to stuff, my like they didn't take my money out until like four or five days later yeah at the beginning of this month which yeah. is crazy yeah it was like just get your shit together so one thing everybody uses you for and like as a creator they email us every week where they're like look at this cool new feature and I, every time i'm like i literally don't care until you can pay me on time <laughs> like right. stop using money for that shit yeah, yeah, and yeah. fix this what are yeah. you doing uh and they're also really maddening because they don't respond Right. They'll be like, oh, we're working on it, but they're not explaining overall what is happening. Right, right, right. Really, really frustrating. So, guys, um, this is all to say that uh, capitalism sucks and we need your support. Ooh, it's bad. <laughs> so, please follow Eric on Twitter at E-R-E-K underscore Smith. Please go to patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. Sign up at the $5 a month level and we'll answer your questions on Light Trees and News. Uh. $10 a month, you get to do the online hangout uh, once a month, every month. Oh, it seemed to go down much better when we did it in the evening. Yeah. So I think we're going to do that again. Nice. There were a bunch of people who were like, I usually can't do this. Right. And now I'm here. And so I was like, work and, yeah, uh, exactly. They, I mean, I would just do it at work anyway, but 
Yeah, I think some people do. <laughs> uh, go to lighttreason.news to support the show. Yeah. That's also a, a great thing you can do. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Speaking of Facebook, uh, if you don't see our posts a lot, it's probably because you're not engaging with them. So wow. like, comment. Yeah. That goes for Instagram as well, sure. since Facebook owns Instagram <laughs> now. <laughs> Same algorithm. Great, great, you great. have to engage with the content in order to see the content. Twitter, I'm in your face all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't get rid of me unless you mute me or block me. Uh, and yeah, if you had any thoughts about today's episode, hashtag light trees and pod. We love hearing from you because Eric and I black out when we record this show and we don't remember what the fuck we said. I have no clue. I have no memory of anything I've uh-huh. said over the past hour. Yeah. So remind us. And if thank you're, you. If uh, you're in New York tonight, you probably have like an hour <laughs> or two. Eric, I forgot about our show. <laughs> if so you, did now I tell you? Since this is posting live now. Or not live, coming. but close. So I heard There's you There's a light trees and news what? fan who is coming to our show tonight. Uh, it is at Under St. Mark's at 10.30. Yeah, Under St. Mark's Theater, 10 o'clock, 10.30. And uh, it's called Hot Goss with Trash. We yeah, are trash. We're trash. And it's going to be great. We uh, we just added um, a, a former Daily Show correspondent to the show. Yes. We uh, Jenna Friedman. Yes. Jack Dishel of the Moldy Peaches will be there. So great. The original G. Will be there. <laughs> will be there. Say we're hi, too. Say hi. We're going to be doing two-prov with some really big UCB people. Yeah. Eric is performing with a gentleman named Jeremy Bent. We I look am identical. performing <laughs> with Maritza um, Montañez. Yeah. Um, God, I can never pronounce that. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, a tongue twister to me. Yeah. Uh, but Maritza is the best. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, I'm really hyped. Uh, Come out, say hi. Oh, my God. Rachel's performing with Nicole Dressel from Broad City. Amazing. And then Chloe and Linz are doing improv and drag. What a, what it's a gonna show. It's going to be wild. It's I'm so excited. It's going to be a show. Yeah, come out. Say hi. Let us know you came. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty approachable. <laughs> uh, I am not. Don't look me in the eye, but Eric will talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you. <laughs> I will shield Allison. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I like to say hello. Uh, and yeah, we love you. Thanks for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs>